Hey everybody, my name is Quentin Baker. I am your host at Ambassador Speaks Podcast, and I am glad you are tuning in today. Today is going to be a very great uh, topic, maybe a little controversial, but nevertheless, it's a great topic. And I think it's a topic that we should consider more often to really talk about. Um, So today's topic is about the education and miseducation. I know you're wondering, what do I mean here? So when we think about education, we typically think about a degree format. We think about having an associate's, bachelor's, master's, even some a doctorate, which I really, um, I really, they really inspire me because the amount of work it takes to put into a doctorate degree is phenomenal. Those are very special people like doctorate degree. I've seen the papers and how it flows. It's, it's rigorous. So nevertheless, um, we typically think about the traditional education. However, um, when you think about just putting a degree on the wall, we oftentimes with the degree, we miss the real meat of it is how to leverage the degree. And we also miss the other part about how you have to have the other degree, which is not necessarily a piece of paper on the wall, but the education of life. Because life is teaching you daily. Whether you want to accept it or not is your choice. But life is teaching you daily. It's teaching you lessons daily. And it depends on how you perceive yourself is what, what kind of degree you have in life education. So the thing about having a traditional degree is you have to figure out how can I leverage the degree uh, to work for me and not just work for the degree. Having a degree is cool. Putting a piece of piece of paper on the wall is great. But how can I leverage it? Every time I think about something, I think about how is this going to benefit me? Like, what's the end goal in mind? It's not, it, it, it is typically is just getting a job in that field, getting a job in that area of specialization. But what else? You know, we all see the economic impact that the world is going through right now. And, you know, getting a degree and just getting a job in a certain specialization just may not cut it for us and our at least in my generation of the millennium the millennials and as i look and i notice how many companies are just laying off people like microsoft is laying off people amazon like there's major companies laying off people not even to mention the whole twitter showdown with um elon musk and how every you know, most of the, all of the employees were let go and laid off. So it is very uh, critical that you have the education of life to go along with your degree. And in anything, my main point in this, this, this main topic I want you to get is how can I ask yourself, how can I leverage my degree in education I received from an institution? How can I get a job in a specialization 
And then if I were to be laid off, that I wouldn't necessarily be just out of a job because my skill and trade will allow me to either um, work for somebody else, become a contractor, which is, I, I definitely am an advocate for that because I've done that, become a private contractor uh, for other companies with your skills and the services you provide. Ultimately, a, a level of entrepreneurship, everybody, I believe, degree or no degree, should have a level of entrepreneurship that they want to pursue, even if it's just part-time. Because the truth of the matter is, your the our jobs are just pretty much in someone else's hands, and the decision is not based on us. It's based on the overall company, the stockholders. You know, it, it's it's every day at work is not promised. It's it's just a decision away from changing. And the quicker we realize that, I think we'll gain a level of consciousness that will allow us to really branch out and think. Think um, like working hard. I understand that I came from that generation, that family dynamic, but you have to work smart. Working hard without working smart, uh, you know, it could leave you on the, you know, on the other side which is, you know, outside of the arena of being able to provide, have um, enough income, those type of things. So we have to work smart and we also have to think. We have to think outside the box. Uh, one of the most popular books been around for centuries uh, or decades per se is Think and Grow Rich. Notice how that book says, think and grow rich. It didn't say work and grow rich, think. Because the truth of the matter is your skills will create an income for you, but your thoughts and your creation will create wealth for you. Let that sink in for one minute. Your thinking will create wealth for you, which means it will pass over generation after generation. I was in a... Um, a training last night and it really sinked in. A gentleman stated, if you could create something one time and get paid for the rest of your life and knowing that your family members would get paid, what difference would that make in your life? How much impact would that make in your life? How would that change how you think about things, how you move? I'm pretty sure it would change a lot for you. So I'm not saying quit your job. I'm not saying don't work. I'm just saying make sure that you work, but work smart. And always, you know, I'm big on investments. Like you, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a very innovative book for me thinking like this and even just expanding my thoughts on investments, money management, work, and entrepreneurship. I, I highly suggest you get that book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, whether you get the Audible or the Harback, 
I kind of like to do both. And I like to read a book multiple times because I might get something that I miss the next time. Um, so I would highly suggest that book. But one of the key things in that book that I noticed is he kept stating working for someone else was fine, but he worked with a purpose. The purpose in mind was not to work for someone all his life, not to do the the 40 by 30 or 30, the 40 by 30, which is 40, um, 40 hours a week for 30 years or 40 hours a week uh, for the next 40 years. That wasn't his goal. His goal was to work a shorter uh, time span in years to be able to actually work for himself to do what he desired to do, do it he likes to do, which was um, investing in different things, building um, the investment column, building that investment portfolio column, such as whether it's real estate, investments in other businesses, shares in other businesses, stocks, whatever that thing is that you invest in. And if you invest in multiple things, um, I'm a big believer and I keep hearing the same thing, invest in things that you understand. So for me, I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand blockchain. So I wouldn't invest in it. Not saying I wouldn't ever invest in it, but I wouldn't invest in it until I understood it, until I learned it, and until I at least got a basic concept of what it is. Uh, for anybody out there, I'm willing to learn if you know. But Nevertheless, um, so when you, when you know, when you really understand the dynamic of education and that you move the level of education beyond just the classroom, beyond just the degree on the wall, I think it can truly impact and shift the dynamics of your life and your future and your family's future. Why? Because Having a degree is cool. Your average degree, if you're getting a bachelor's, you're spending four years in school. If you're getting a master's, you're spending six years in school. A doctor is eight and so forth. But the thing about life is you have to be a lifelong learner. So, for example, if you have a bachelor's degree and... Let's just say you do hmm, you do public administration. You do uh, I'm just trying to think of something something more generic. Um, let's say you do business administration. You manage a firm or a accounting firm or something of that nature, some organization you manage. Well, this, this firm or organization has a, your salary is a cap. There's a cap on your salary. So you can't make, um, your cap on your salary is, let's say, $55,000 a year. And also understand, no raises are promised. So you're capped out at $55,000 a year. Mind you, you got the bachelor's or the master's, but you, how can I say it? 
you you got that for the four to six years, but you haven't did anything else. Once you got the degree, you just you stop. You stop learning or you stop uh, educating yourself. You, you're not really engaged with learning anymore like you used to when you were in school. So let's say 10 years go by. That's 10 years. As we get older, our functions um, kind of decrease some if we don't keep them active, such as our, our mind, our brain, how we learn, X, Y, Z. And my basic overall point is you have to be a lifelong learner, which means you have to consume information. You have to consume books. You have to consume those tools that people, people don't write books for it, nothing. They write books because they've been through the experiences or they have something to share. They have something to offer to the world that could help and impact your life. So, but here's the thing about books and information. If I have not learned anything else, and I hope you gain this, if you gain nothing else from this, this podcast or video today, that information, consumption of information and information in books means nothing without application. Consumption of books, information in books, and general other information means nothing without application. Nothing. It's pointless. It's useless. So the point I'm driving home here is who, if you're working a salary job, make sure you're building your skills and your knowledge base in that specific area outside of just work. Um, in this in this way, you'll figure out, you'll be able to think about how you can scale your skill set beyond just the workplace where it, your salary is capped. Let's just be honest, it's capped. Um, so I think with how we are, where we're at right now, um, as far as our economy in America, it's going to be very crucial to build those skill sets and even kind of diverse your skill sets, such as you may specialize in a specific area, but you may want to still be in that area, but learn a new skill set. Once you master one, learn something else. And, um, Sorrowful, and, and also just to educate yourself generally on money management. How you gonna manage the salary? How you gonna manage the fifty-five k a year? How can you make the fifty-five k a year become seventy-five k a year with an extra, extra, um, additional income? What I and, and great example with that is I, I'm a big advocate. It's worked for hundreds of years, which is real estate. If you could take your 55K salary a year and you can take about 5K to 10K and invest that into a uh, income producing property or a property that could, that has the potential to produce income, how much more leverage would you have in life than just the average person? If you were to do this more than once, if you did this, every year or every two years and you end up with maybe five properties let's just say in five to ten years you got laid off now you have an extra 
three to four grand just coming in from a, your investment real estate portfolio. And probably by that time where we're at now, rent is going up. So it could be anywhere from four to seven grand. Who knows? Things are not going down. They're going up. They're either going to go up or they're going to stay the same. Right now, hopefully it stays the same for a little while. But it's, eventually it's going to go up. So these are just things to consider. Um, uh, let's see. What else do I have for you today? Um, I would say it's important to also educate yourself by surrounding yourself with the right people and the people that know more than you. Um, the cliche line is always, if you're the smartest one in the room, you need to find a new room. True. Um, sometimes your connections will bring you a lot. It is a true, your connections are one of your true assets as well. There are some things that by being around the right people at the right time, I now have leverage. Even though I may not be getting paid on the front end, I feel like I'm getting, I'm, I'm going to get it on the back end. I'll see the reward. So I'm like, I'm so thankful and blessed that I surrounded myself with those people. And I continue to look for those rooms, those rooms, those powerful rooms to gain knowledge, to gain wisdom. Um, to learn how to invest my money, move my money, operate with money. Like right now, for example, quick example, I'm wearing this uh, this uh, casual dress shirt. I, I can't, for me, I don't just, I don't like to buy clothes just because they look good now. I have to buy clothes with a purpose. So right now I invested in this shirt so, you know, I can look decent today. And the shirt is what for video purposes or recording purposes. So any interaction, this was a good investment because it's a nice shirt and I can use it multiple ways. I can use it in the professional setting. I can use it for this podcast and video right now. So you just got to look at everything as an investment. Like right now, I want a brand new car. I'm being very transparent. I want a brand new car. And by now, in the past, I would have bought a car by now. Don't care what the interest rate is. Don't care about nothing. Would have bought it. No problem. But thankfully, I gained some wisdom over the years and have made some errors and mistakes that I don't, I hope you don't make, that I can't just buy a car just for it to look good or look flashy. I have to buy a car because I need to see the usage. What's the investment? What's the ROI? What's the return on investment? Is this car, uh, I'm going to use this car to not, for transportation, obviously, but I need to use it in more than just one way, more than just going to the grocery store, more than just going out. How can I leverage this car? I need to be able to say, I went to 25 investment properties this year and I closed on two. That's leverage to me. That's that's leverage for the new car. Even though I'm even thinking like leasing options, how can I write off my vehicle? What's the best way? Is it better to buy the car through a business or is it better to lease a car through a business? I'm not interested in just owning stuff on my name. I'm interested in 
what's going to give me the best return on investment? What is better for us financially as a family? Not just the looks. So these are things to consider. Um, as this title said today, education and the miseducation. So, you know, I want to take some time and just say thank you for tuning in, number one. And let me know in the comments what you gained from this. What was the uh, most valuable uh, piece of information that you gained from it? What stuck out to you? Uh, and even what are you going to implement as you go forth, whether you work a nine to five full time entrepreneurship or whether you are um, doing both at the same time. So let me know what what stuck out to you, what your plans are. And, you know, um, just come along for the journey with us at Ambassador Speaks podcast as we build and grow our community. Uh, regarding business, entrepreneurship, and culture. Um, we want you to be a part of it. We don't want to win alone, and we want you to be alone for the journey. We want to win together. Um, winning alone is lonely. Why win alone when you can win together? So I hope this podcast episode has impacted you today. I hope that you have not just consumed this information, that you've just consumed the podcast today, but that you actually take action. And if you have a degree or don't have a degree, that whatever you do, whatever you learn, whatever you consume, that you figure out how you can apply. Application. Consumption without application means nothing. So apply what you learn, apply what you know, and let's go ahead and let's go grow. All right. I'll see y'all later. Peace.